What up, what up? We are hitting you with a surprise Monday edition of Fantasy News today. We got to talk about Tom Brady. He's back. Oh, shit. He could not wait. The GOAT is back. Let's break it all down. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh yeah, what up, what up, fantasy football hustler back at you. Hey, Bogart Scott-Free, higher than a motherfucker. Hell yeah, wake and bake session, and... Tom Brady is back. So I'm, I can't even say that I don't believe it because we talked about it the day that he retired, that he's probably going to be coming back somehow. Read the chat. <laughs> Do avocados still exist, Bogard says. And I'm going to say for 100 points, <laughs> you know that he's got these special avocados somewhere and they're just bringing them back to life, man, the resurgence. He looked way too good last year to go out, you know, throwing 5,000 yards, being one of the top QBs in the league. Wasn't the MVP because Aaron Rodgers, you know, had him beat by a game. But everybody thought that he should have been in the in the MVP, uh, like been the MVP because of his stats. Okay, so now this. Tom Brady's back. Obviously, ripple effect, right? Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, they re-signed the center. You know what I mean? I wonder if that guard is going to come out of retirement. Because remember one of the guards? He he retired retired at 28. Yep. I mean, shit, they're making a phone call now. I won't be fucking surprised if now they even try to make like a power play for a J.C. Jackson. Like all of a sudden they're a draw again. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Got another shot. Got Got another last dance potentially. And I also have this theory, right? Like it's not even special avocados. It's like regular. It might be the Mexican joints, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's actually nothing special about it. But he has the rare avocado receptors in his body. You know, me and you, we probably have like, you know, an absurd amount of cannabinoid receptors. Tom Brady, avocado receptors, bro. Oh, yeah. The key to life. It's the key to life, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, what up, Antonio? He said, Brady is back. Let's go Brady Burrow in WWF1. I know uh, Antonio was nervous because he was only going to have one good QB if Brady retired. I'm blessed with another year of Brady. I made the phone call. (laughs) I'm still – I I know someone is kicking themselves for dropping Brady like a month ago, and I picked him up for like 21 fab. I wonder Uh, who they dropped him for. Nobody. Like literally just dropped him. (laughs) Really mad at him. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, and some breaking news just came in right now. We might as well talk about every piece of breaking news. Miami Dolphins bring over Chase Edmonds, 12.6 uh, mil deal. So and, that is fucking annoying. And Dion says, there goes Gaskin's value. 
I don't I don't believe so because Chase can't stay healthy to save his life. So I, I'm not gonna say that Gaskin's values tanked. I'm just gonna say you're gonna get Gaskin for like literally nothing now. And I bet that Chase Edmonds gets drafted higher than Gaskin, and I'll still take Gaskin all day. Here, here's here's the thing too is Gaskin probably will work in that system if he brings over more of the outside zone scheme, you know, Josh McDaniels. Right. And um Mike McDaniels. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Mike McDaniels. Thank you. Um, I haven't had my avocados yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, Mike McDaniels, you know what I'm saying? This is just what the Niners what the Niners did when they had McDaniels, right? So he's yeah. going to adopt a lot of these philosophies like staying on deck with hella running backs. I mean, who do they got? Gaskin. They got Salvan Hachmed. <laughs> and they got Gerald Dokes, who is another low-key guy that could fit in this system really well. You know what I mean? And then you bring over Chase Edmonds, who's more like a Jermichael Hasty. You know what I mean? A change yeah. of back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really worried about him. I think this actually waters down the ADP a little bit for guys like Gaskin, and then yep. we'll get him even better at a better value. Yeah, I'm not worried about Chase. You look at everybody thought that, oh, Chase is going to be the number one in Arizona. You just watch. And James Conner comes over and he takes that job, you know, like it's nothing. James Conner, I mean, um, um, Edmonds is literally a change of pace back. He's not he's not a workhorse. And I think that Gaskin's going to be the 1A and he'll be the 1B. Yeah, I mean, and then you still have like crazy old Duke of Earl Johnson. You know what I mean? If they re-sign them. If mean. they re-sign them, yeah, which they, you know, but but still, like, I think. They're, like, they're good. They're like pass-catching running backs. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, that he fits that system. Yeah, but then, I mean, but not bringing him back and bringing in Chase Edmonds probably solves their problem for now, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They don't need two aging veterans on the team. No, and then, and then they go ahead and franchise tag um, Gesicki. And, like, you know, now they can immediately get to work with like what the Niners and, or at least just that Shanahan system works, works. You know what I mean? A tight end, you got to move tight end. You got multiple running backs in the backfield. You got got your Waddle. Got your Waddle. Yeah. I mean, he's not built like Debo, but I can see see the the plays they would draw up for Debo, go to someone like a Waddle. You know what I mean? And then Devontae Parker is their ex for whatever that's worth. You know what I mean? Yeah, if he stays around. What up, Song? Song in the building. Shout out to the West Coast. What up, bro? Yeah, you shout out to UC. Shout out to the Bay. And Ronald said, there goes Chase's value. Chase is, he's super weird to me. And it's, well, it's not him that's super weird because I was never really high on him. Like last year when everyone was on that hype, I drafted Connor in a couple leagues. I drafted Edmonds in zero. And so I, I think it's probably going to be the same thing where I'm completely is, out is, on this year. Is the Chase Bank open on Sundays? That's a big no. Exactly. I ain't fucking with him. (laughs) Dewey in the building. What up, bro? He said, Chris Godwin got franchise tag. Watch him have a breakout year with no Antonio Brown. I mean, the biggest thing that sucks is he got hurt at the end of the year. But you know the way that, I mean, they're rehabbing these ACLs like hella quick now. Mm -hmm. Maybe he gets in, you know, still in September. And um, was able to put up a big season. I mean, you got I mean, one more shot. Double franchise tag. You better put it up this year because Bucks probably aren't bringing you back. So you got to get everything on film for a new deal. I, I mean, and I do want to argue that Chris Godwin, he's already been had breakout years. Maybe if you're yeah. saying he's the top five guy, you know what I mean? I think 
the one thing we need to be concerned with is, um, you know, like his snap share, his snap count, or maybe he's on a he's on a um, a snap, he's on a, a pitch count to begin the year. You know what I mean? Oh, oh shit! Hold on, we just got some more breaking news. Uh, right after the Edmonds news, James Conner signs a three-year deal with the Cardinals. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, good for him. Good for him. Because he only got paid. What did he get paid last year? 1.25 mil. So, I mean, he shit for 15 touchdowns, 1.25 mil. You better take care of that, man. Yeah. And I don't know if when he was with the Steelers, it's wearing the black that made him look bigger. But when he was with the Cardinals, he looked like slim and he looked good. He looked like he looked better than he did with the, with, uh, the you know Steelers. What, you know what it is, too? I bet you it's that number six. It's a very slimming number. Very That's slimming point. number. That's a fucking good point. You know what I mean? I'd be wearing the big. Numbers, you, just, you just look a lot different wearing those single numbers. Looks like you're a little bit more slim. I don't know what it is. Well, maybe because it's like a kicker size jersey, you know, or some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, these motherfuckers be trying to wear the smallest jersey as possible. Like most of the new guys, <laughs> they be trying to wear like they be, and then they be clipping their shit. And you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but going back to the Connor thing, I mean, it's so so. Look at this. Damn, news but, is just coming out left and right. The I Browns think. released Jarvis Landry. There you go. Hey, time to go live this morning because there's a bunch of shit dropping on, on. right now. Hold on, breaking news. <laughs> New England's picking up Jarvis Landry. Whoo! Yeah. Who, who is? Because, so what? He, um, it's 24 hours, right? Where he's on waivers. No. Uh, oh yeah, for for Jarvis Landry's sake, or for yeah. people that have been cut. Yes. Yeah, but but uh, I think like they could start tampering now, and then if right. if player if they clear said waiver and fall to the person they were tampering with, the deal is already in place, so that could happen. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. yeah. So before Wednesday, we should even know about this. I mean. Look at it. Oh, we got some breaking news again. Antonio says breaking news: the Jets will suck again. <laughs> What is that's not breaking news? We already we've been knew that. He's just fucking around. He should have said reminder. (laughs) Reminder news. (coughs) We suck again. (laughs) We need that drop, bro. (laughs) Man, and Rob and Ronald. We need that drop. Who is that? That's uh that's my man Uh from yeah, Rob. That's Rob Schneider. Schneider. Hey, you know, that's my cousin, bro. He's half Filipino. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, this, this is a good time to do this show. All for Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's somehow going to steal all the news because we're going to keep coming back to Okay, him. we're going back to Tom Brady just for a second again. This is why it's so you could look at it in, in the obvious football thing to do, like for the organization to be a hell of a guy, was to make your announcement before the tampering opened up, right? right. Yeah. Be, but it's really the ego-driven avocado-eating uh, supermodel Dayton, Super Bowl MVP, having <laughs> leading of the league passer Tom Brady, right? You know yeah. what I think it was. You, I mean, everything that Tom Brady's doing, you know, it's like when he comes home, that's like his vacation. You know, I know he's always there because they they live in Tampa, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But do you think it was just like a month and a half of like being around his family is like? And I can't do this shit no more. Like I got, I got to get back out there. <laughs> I think, 
I think there's a real case to be made that Tom Brady is so disconnected from like late parenthood that all he like, you know, his son will be like 21 and he'll still kiss him on the mouth. Like he's like, he's like, why well, you're my baby boy. You know, listen, dad, I'm 21 now. <laughs> yeah, stop kissing me on the mouth. Bro. He said, well, isn't that what all the dads do? And it's like, all he knows is football. Cause in, uh, um, oh yeah. And avocados. Cause I feel like in Tom Brady's mind, he's not 44 years old. Like he's got to be stuck somewhere in the past. We're, I'm just not sure, like what year. I bet you it's like the the year when he started fucking with the avocados, like in public. You know what I mean? Like the 2013, 2014. You know what I mean? Those were the years where he was like, you know, when when whenever TV12 was born, because when once him and Guerrero got together, you know what I mean? We lie, we cheat, we steal. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just they had the the, the ill avocado recipe, bread. For success. Yeah. yeah. And Antonio said, Tom Brady said, I can't deal with this witch 24-7. I got to go back to football. <laughs> He's got to keep her in a good mood because he needs the good the good witchery coming upon him. I mean, maybe, maybe how Aaron Rodgers did a 12-day cleanse. Here's Tom Brady. He's just like in a in an all-white room with like and, and he's like being bewitched with all this good fortune, like by his <laughs> wife. He's all these crystals in the room. And now he's juiced and ready to go, bro. <laughs> he got he got re-energized. They had a they had a seance with all the crystals. Mm-hmm. Giselle did her thing, and Brady is back. He's and back. Anthony, what up, Math Quest? He said, rumor has it Tom Brady has re-retired again, but he'll be back by lunch. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm telling and then, you. And then Antonio said, Anthony, he's got to go pick up more avocados. <laughs> he's gotta go. He's he he loves to hold all kind of records, right? So there's got to be a record for people that retired and came back, and he's trying to beat that too. You know what? You know what? He should have stayed. Uh, yeah, see, that's what's tough. He should have stayed retired just a little bit longer because people are – there's a lot of people who weren't paying attention. I know Tom Brady brings uh, everyone, you know, making everyone pay attention. But there's a bunch of people who might not even know that Tom Brady retired. I'm just glad because, like, the Messiah is back. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, and, you know, and I guess it's in the eyes of the beholder, right? Some people might look at him as football God. Some people might look at him as the football devil, like the prince of darkness. And, you know, I mean, the church of Tom Brady is just, it never closed. You know what I mean? And we brought, we brought the, the begotten son back. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady is definitely the goat in the headlines. Like, that's one thing, like. He's the most popular player in sports, and it's not even close. When he was the, when he retired, he was even more popular than uh, <clears throat> than uh, the couple weeks before, you know, in the headlines. But I feel like he just he knew he, if he's out of that limelight, it's just going to be a totally different world, man. Like avocados can only do so much; they can't talk to you all day and all night. And I think he needs that chatter about himself, stroke that ego. Yeah. And like, um, I mean, plus, like, I think, like, if you pay attention, there was a shortage of avocado in California in this past 40 days, bro. He might yeah. have been knocking up, you know what I mean? Hey. It's just the, it's the final big run. Yeah. I mean, we, we know he uh, just everything he eats. I mean, shit, avocado toast, you know, for a midnight snack and breakfast. <laughs> You know he's drinking some kind of avocado bruh. twelve tequila or whatever. Avocado deodorant, bro. Avocado motherfucking toothpaste. He, hey, listen, when he smokes some of that avocado twelve, right? <laughs> he he got the eye drops, bro. It's clear eyes, but it's made of avocados, bro. 
And you know what? In my version, he only retired just so he could freely smoke weed with Ricky Williams. Mm-hmm. No backlash. Everyone saw him in that Heisman, that high, when he was holding up that Heisman 12 jersey. He was high as a motherfucker. I mean, when Ricky was on your show, when was that? Last week? Uh, yeah, two weeks ago now on the first. So he, I mean, he, he all but admitted it. You know what I mean? He kept I made sure to ask him. I, I had to ask him. That's some cutting-edge content right there. He said, <laughs> like he said, he said he looked high as fuck in that. He said he looked high as fuck in that picture when he when he was holding the Heisman jersey. And then then Ricky goes, "Yeah, hell yeah!" Like, <laughs> like he, it, he like stopped himself. It was like he was like what? he said something like, "Well, what do you? Of course." Or he said something along the lines of that. Yeah, it's like everyone gets to be themselves when they come around me. <laughs> like, come on, I'm, you know what I mean? They're going to burn with me. Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, I mean, Ricky Williams, I mean, he's the equivalent of Snoop Dogg when we're talking about in the sports world. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to smoke with Ricky. Like, every interview that I've ever seen him on, including Pat McAfee one week before he came on um, uh, the show here with us, he was, like, all Pat McAfee said is, man, like, you're like my ultimate, like, I wish I could smoke with you and all this and blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah. Pack if he makes so much money, why can't he burn a joint like in his studio? <laughs> I mean, it's you know why it's because they broadcast to all they broadcast around the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, they always sure. they always reference that well, we're in the legal state. Like they he'll tell like when they were in California all week for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that they were talking about it all day. Like referencing it all day. But then when they're yeah. on their show and they're filming from Indy, which is one of the it's a good state, but still they right. don't they, it's all us. It's, it's all talking sports. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they 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 call it vitamins, or they call it, uh, <laughs> or, or like they'll be like, "We're going on a five minute break. We'll be back." You know what I mean? And then they come back, and you know they're just blown. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's cool about us. We're gonna be trendsetters because one day, just like they got all these shows where people are just drinking freely, you know, while they're doing their shows. I mean, gonna be a bunch of people who are trying to smoke freely, trying so, to catch up to us. That's cool because you've smoked with Ricky. I've had a random Ricky session in Vegas. Yeah. And then, and Pat McAfee hadn't even smoked with him yet. You know what I mean? Shit's dope, man. Yeah. We're, 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 in closer, we're in closer with Ricky Williams than Pat McAfee is. Kind of dope to say. So you're telling me we're Pat McAfee's heroes. Friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Antonio said, perfect time right before free agency. All the people wanting to sign. With Tampa Bay now. Hell yeah. And uh, like, who knows if they were going to make a move like for the, I'm assuming that somebody knew about Tom Brady, like coming back. Like, I don't think that was news to the whole organization, but I bet I mean, only a couple people knew because it's tough to keep shit a secret. Bruh, he put a little avocado toast breadcrumb trail, bruh. He came out there and said, yeah, you know, uh, remember it was like, he was leaving <laughs> little clues. Like, listen, I'm coming back. Like just, you know, they, Holler at me in June or something. Whatever he said, 60 days, whatever the fuck he said. Tick Fody. Yeah, because I can't remember who he said, but um, everyone's asking him, you know, as a comeback, you know, in, in the cards. And he just, he never said no. He's always said, maybe, we'll see, you know, who knows what the future is going to bring. Like, all kinds of swerving the question. You know, you know, when I was looking up all the different, like, hexes that um, Giselle put on him, one is the inability to lie. <laughs> yeah so because you know he used to be fucking on these toes you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah so he just he, he just be out there either he's 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 like tom brady speech or he's just keeping it a buck and just leaving the little clues out there you know what i mean 
Yep. And there we go. Dewey said it right there. Tom Brady's wife put that spell on him. You already know, man. Hell you yeah. already know. She didn't put that fucking. I mean, he shit, he might even not be the real Tom Brady a long time ago already. She's like, she done recreated a new better version. Hot. Better, stronger. Ron, Ronald said Brady pulling a Rogers after Rogers pulls a Favre. I mean, well, Rogers like threatened retirement. Right. You know I mean? He didn't yeah. like. He didn't officially retire and go up on the podium and cr- put some but, fake tears. But you, you know, know what I mean? is Brady didn't do that either, though. Nah, it was all. It he was, didn't even make that video. Remember, like uh, all the barstool sports guys, like they were talking about how like Tom Brady was producing like a retirement video, but it never dropped because Adam Schefter released the the news first. Hey, Adam Schefter did it, bro. He probably owns them in a bunch of dynasty. Cause he was like, "This is how you do it." <laughs> you know, we I mean? just gotta egg him. You gotta egg him on, like the ultimate, like, "Oh, I ain't done yet." You know what I mean? You, oh, you say I'm done? Oh, just so he could come back, like the like the Wolf of Wall Street. You know, what? right? I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and Antonio said, "Did you see Pat McAfee's got a ra- match at WrestleMania?" What I saw yeah. that. I mean, Bogart told me, he was like, Vince McMahon's on Pat McAfee. Check it out. That was a good ass. I mean, they were on there for a minute. I had it on in the background. Vince Um, McMahon never does this. No. He never. And, like, technically, Pat Pat McAfee is a safe space for a lot of these uh, people, huh? But it's also, it also helps that he works for for Vince McMahon into a certain capacity. And, look, this is how ill Vince McMahon is. Wait, wait, wait. Back that up. Explain. Explain the. You didn't know he's been calling SmackDown for like the last year. Oh, Oh, he totally has. I've been so off like wrestling. I mean, so am I. Listen, my my actually my funnel of like wrestling isms comes through McAfee because it's like I just don't check for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I knew I I knew that I saw him like somewhere. I can't. So look at his journey. So he always wanted to wrestle. So they got this cool little promo. They run it on McAfee all the time now. Like, you know, like as a commercial, but um, it's like him talking about how, like, he always wanted to be a wrestler and then he ended up, you know, making, you know, uh, stupid amounts of money being a kicker. And then, like, he tried, he want, he retires. And the first thing he tried to do is get into pro wrestling. <laughs> and, like, he was doing, like, independent shows and oh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And, and then he got a gig to do, um, to, to, to call NXT. And then, then eventually that got him into the ring. You know what I mean? And then he's just became a guy, you know, simultaneously becoming a guy out here, you know, with his show. Yeah. Like two years after retirement, his show is popping as fuck. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. He's getting paid from FanDuel and all that shit. Like, he, he, made, he made more money on his FanDuel contract than he did, like, his kicker contract, like, ever, right? Yeah, like, all everything he ever made as a player in that one. And look at this. That wasn't even – that that was the big one. The, the first one came, like, in, in COVID. That was the first time FanDuel – because they were doing everything. They were like, FanDuel is smart. They're like, let's put these guys on. Because yeah. then, like, all we got is, like, eSports right now. You remember? And, like, Korean baseball. and You know what I mean? Yeah, for it sure. Because it was COVID. And they blew that thing over, bro. Doing NASCAR, doing everything. Everything that oh, you yeah. could. And then football didn't leave. Basketball, oh, yeah. didn't leave. Basketball didn't leave. You know what I mean? And, like, they just, it's crazy. Like, it is kind of cool. Because, like. Like I, you know, I was I was rocking with this show before it it is what it is now and who he is now, and it's like it's it's, it's mad inspiring because it's like pe- most people don't know him as a kicker, 
You know what I mean? And I don't even think I don't even think his opportunity like now the world of football, that's you know, he can just he can call on a part of all the people that he knows. Right. Yeah. But before but that didn't necessarily put him on. You know what I mean? Like to I forget I forget a lot of times that he was in the NFL. Seems like he's so yeah. far removed from that and he's such a personality. You I know, mean, he's younger than us. He's yeah. I think he's 34, 35-ish. So you know what I mean? Like shit, he went to the Super Bowl hell young. The yes. one they lost, yeah, yeah, to the Saints. So yeah. like, I think yeah, he probably got drafted like two thousand five, six. Yeah, well, seven. was he on the one that they won? No. So yeah, yeah. right. Oh, so, yeah. So, so, it was, so it was like two thousand nine. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, and then like just drafted like the year after. Like that's what the Colts need to do after winning a Super Bowl: draft a punter, right? <laughs> And then, like, it's tight, too, because Vince McMahon, you know, so he's on there. He's like, like, he goes, you know, they've been chopping it up for, like, you know, for hella long, like the whole interview. Or yeah. not even interview, just conversation whatnot. And yeah. then. Um, and it was dope that he was in studio because, like, the way that they had it cut. I mean, McAfee, you know, it's always a split screen. It's always mm-hmm. like whoever, but they're mm-hmm. at home. They're just on Zoom. And they still had the same setup, but then randomly they'd pan the camera so you could see that Vince was there. So I was yeah. super dope that he was in studio. Yeah, because, like, you had all these uh, – so they just had Brock Lesnar through, right, okay. not too long ago. And that right. was awesome. He literally started the interview and just broke a table in there. <laughs> <laughs> he just smashed in one of the tables and shit on purpose. But, um, yeah, so they had Vince in there. Um, and – um. You know, Vince don't do no interviews, but he straight up was like, you know what I mean? He's like, hey, can the boys ask you some questions? And he's like, yeah, yeah, but before that, you know what I mean? I actually wanted to ask you something. And he fucking asked him if he, you know, if he would like to wrestle in WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Damn. I know, bro, when I was like, even I was like hella happy for him. Yeah. Like, yeah that's that's pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somewhere in all, if you're a wrestling fan growing up, somewhere along the lines, you wanted to wrestle in WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Or be at one or whatever it is. You know, I've still yet to go to a WrestleMania. I've been to like a couple. Of, I've been to a handful of live events. but It's crazy because like because of COVID, like, you know, WrestleMania was supposed to be in uh, in and L.A. Oh, and uh, it was, you know, at, at SoFi or whatever and all that shit. And it's crazy because like I got family that lives like literally 10 minutes away like from the stadium. So I'm like already planning it. Like, oh shit. All right. We, we don't have to pay for a hotel, you know, all this kind of stuff. And like, uh, yeah. WrestleMania just seems like a dream because like, it's usually uh, the closest it was ever to me was San Francisco. And I almost went to it like well, on a and, whim. And, and that was even closer than Frisco. Cause it was in, it was uh, in Santa Clara, where, which is, yeah. which is the South Bay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So check this out. Let's go back to some of this other news that might not seem like it's significant, but they ex- Minnesota extended Cousins, right? Yeah. And uh, so that kind of puts that was, and that was and you know the Brady domino made that one fall because like the news came out like so quick. It was like Brady announces his uh, his unretirement, yep. and then within an hour, Kirk Cousins has that uh, renewal. Yep. And then, then you know you got so you could take Minnesota out of the Watson sweepstakes, right? Cause remember he actually said he wanted to go to Minnesota. Yeah. You know and I mean? Dewey, Dewey, what up, bro? He said, guys, I'm telling you right now, new Orleans saints about to get Watson and honey badger. Huh. I've, been he- I've been hearing that the saints are the front runner 
for Watson. I've been hearing that you for know? the last couple days. But but is that agent chat? You know, is that his agent bringing this chatter? Mm. You know, through through one of their um, yeah. because I saw that same I saw the same thing. But we all saw that one thing. It's when you start getting it from multiple sources, then that's like, oh shit, this is the thing. You know, there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, and like. You know, if you have the no trade clause, I still feel like he has all the leverage. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure whatever team that wants him is gonna pay the t- the toll. You know what I mean? Right. Which is like, at the tune of what three first, a starter on defense, a starter on offense. I, I, this is how I imagine it. Imagine the imagine the Russell Wilson deal, but on steroids. You know what I mean? So not just two first, three first. Not you know some. Some, yeah, because you know, what's Watson, 25 years old? Yeah. And then, like, you know, you're not going to settle for a, a Noah fan type. Like, they're going to – like, okay, if I'm New Orleans, what are you going to try to offer? Alvin Kamara? You I don't know, even think anybody's like that's going to be in there because why would the Texans want to take on some fat-ass contract? I mean, historically, they've done this with David Johnson. Right. Yeah. And then, if they're just and then, doing it for like a one year, like a one year bridge or something. I mean, like wasn't everybody saying this with CMC? Yeah, and they're they're from the same draft class. They're the same age. Yeah, and Antonio said, "I heard the Panthers were the front runners for Watson." I keep hearing a little bit of both, but it seems like those are the two teams that are heavily, heavily targeted. I think the I think somehow, some way, the Eagles, like the one of the one of the one of the Pennsylvania teams, right? The Eagles or the, or the Steelers, bro. Because like they would be nasty if they had Watson. <laughs> yeah, they would, and like they have the realistic assets. They have three immediate. Yeah, picks. yeah, three picks in the top twenty of this year's draft. Right, and then, I mean, which maybe, would which would kind of screw them if they did that because no one else is doing anything like that. So it's not really going to screw them, but it's gonna. I mean, it would be nice to be able to pair Watson with some first round and, uh, weapons. And but then he also said he don't want to go to Philly. You know yeah, because he doesn't want to play on the East Coast. And he, but he also said he wanted to go to Miami when Brian Flores was there. And you know, Brian Flores and Mike Tomlin is together. If I'm Watson, I'm like, send me over there. I don't care if it's in conference. Look here, Casario, <laughs> right? Or what's his name? Nick Casario? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. Look here, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm Black Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Who in the I building? Mean, what up, bro? And he said, uh, uh, rumor had it that there definitely was a rift between Dak and Amari, hence the trade. Whether it was true that Coop called him the Black Kirk Cousins or not, but the I rift know, rumor going does with, exist. Listen, in our country, the, the, the FNT hustler, uh, fantasy football hustler slash GMM network country, that is true. Yeah, He's the Black Kirk Cousins. That version is better. I don't care what anybody yes. says. <laughs> he has one playoff win, just like Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Um, they're failing to dominate a sorry division the right way. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, similarities here. You know, there's a lot of. I can't remember the word I'm looking for. It starts with a P. A lot of parallels. Uh, look at that. Vocab. And I bet you Dak can't dance. No, nah, he seems like he can't. I mean, he's got no, that one then, then that'll, put, that'll put him right on par with, with the black Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk, Corky, my man Corky Kirk, he's two-stepping offbeat. I mean, we've... <laughs> 
we've seen his gritty. He wasn't good at all. Not at all. But I, I mean, we know Dak. He, he's got the uh, you know the hips. You know, he's got those Shakira hips. He I don't really know does that actually- move. He does that move on a dance floor, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because uh, I don't know if you remember that movie, first ta- uh, first kid. <laughs> Where Sinbad's teaching the little nerdy kid how to dance, yeah. and he shows him the pelvic thrust, and then the kid starts doing it. Those in like five of them, he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, one, one per song, brother!" And uh, you know that Dak comes out on the dance floor, hitting him with that move, and Sinbad are coming out. Only one per song, Dak. Only one per song. They're like, you know, they're like, you know, maybe you should try the salsa, Dak. <laughs> <laughs> the salsa merengue. You know what I mean? And Stu said uh, he may have had an issue with Dak, but now he gets Baker. <laughs> as soon as we start talking about some Cowboys, right? That's how it works, man. Stu, I swear. Well, and maybe Stu's listening. He just doesn't comment until we come in on the Cowboys. But the ear races. <laughs> I swear. He said, I got to push back on that. We own the NFC least, but the rest is uh, true besides the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. Dak could probably cut it up. Maybe. It depends. It, it depends. Is it is it his hood side that's going to come out, or is it going to be the corny white side that's coming out? Because we know a lot of white people just they can't dance, man. Go back to the Eddie Murphy shit. You know, they all got that one same move. They can't all be Channing Tatum, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Step it up or whatever. What was that? Magic Mike? No, this uh, the the first one that he blew up on was it like Step oh. It Up? Some is one of them corny joints. Was it was it the one with Jessica Alba? Nah, not that one. That was that one was Honey. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't even remember what Channing Tatum be doing. I just like Magic Mike because uh, Kevin Nash. Hold on, I'll be right back. When yeah, and Stu said that movie was hilarious. Jeez, that's going back. <laughs> and uh, David P said Dak is ass. Changed my mind until he quit showing fear in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, we see we see a lot of stuff during the regular season, but yeah, in the playoffs, hasn't been that dude. And Antonio said, "If he called, if he uh, if he called uh, Dak, that I want to see who he compares Baker to. I know, right? <laughs> I guess we're going to be seeing that uh, real, real soon. All right, let's smoke it up and be here for a few more minutes. And uh, man, it was it was a good idea to go live for this Tom Brady uh, for this Tom Brady news. We got so much other news that came through this morning." And Ronald said, yeah, that's why you like Magic Mike. I've never actually seen the movie. (laughs) I just know that it's Channing Tatum and Kevin Nash. I love all movies that Kevin Nash are in. Even take it all the way back to uh, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, when he was the super shredder. (laughs) And uh, Stu said, little LaBole, sometimes I'm already listening. Most of the time, uh, my ear is burning. And I say, I wonder if Huss and Bogey are are on, then I arrive. How about them Cowboys? It's our year. (laughs) (laughs) Stu's always waiting for the opportune time. (laughs) He already has that that, that comment typed up. (laughs) He just just waits to hit send. You know what I mean? um, Hold on. Shredder was a bad, Super Shredder was a bad motherfucker, man. Oh, yeah, man. Not smart, though. No, I mean, yeah, just because he's the one who created the whole... I mean, he breaks all the... uh, He he pushes the thing down? Yeah. Yeah, that was was awesome. That scene was awesome. And it's like, of course, they're turtles, you know? (laughs) They're not going to drown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't have all that shit fall on them. Like, 
you know, it'd be different if he was like, you know, if if they were switched positions to where he's like at the very end, you know, they're all the way under the pier and all that shit, and you know, barely gets him. But he's like right in the middle of everything and knocks mm-hmm. it all down, man. Just you know, Shredder's one of those guys. I will cut off my nose to spite my face. Real talk, we're all die. I mean, what was it? Uh, I mean, the Japanese, right? They're the ones that uh, their whole philosophy was. Um, like, you know, you ain't finna get me. Like, I'm gonna get you even if it's me. You know, Kamikaze. You know yeah, me? yeah. Shredder was definitely one of those guys. But yeah, Uru, what, a, what was it? Cameos. We got vanilla, we got vanilla eyes first, and then Kevin Nash comes in to seal hey. the deal. I mean, I know a lot of people, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kevin that's Nash was Kevin That's Nash Vanilla Ice's cool. claim to fame now. At least I would be, because especially he can't even talk about Ice Ice Baby anymore. Cause did he? Uh, Cause Suge Knight already stole those rights from him. <laughs> yeah, he he already been hung him over the balcony. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what's so funny. And uh, in the movie, in the in the TV show Entourage, I like how they did an ode to uh, to Suge and Vanilla Ice. They hold Johnny Drama out the window, and uh, like, you really gonna throw him out the window when there's ten witnesses down there? He's like, "Yup," because we're gonna have twenty witnesses in here that's gonna swear he jumped. <laughs> <laughs> Broad daylight is out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, not out in the middle of nowhere. Broad daylight out in the middle of a hotel and was about to drop him like right next to the pool. Is the does the entourage predominant? Like, does it take place in Hollywood? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm so it's so funny because like that's one of those shows, Entourage, The Wire, and Game of Thrones. When people be like, they'll talk about it and be like, "You ain't never seen that." I'm like, "Nah." I'm like, "What?" Like they trip. I'm like. Man, I might need to, I might need to find like a day or a week watching Entourage is dope, but it's a, it's 30 minute episodes so you could really oh, you could binge it and get through it real quick. But what's cool is how everybody wanted to be in that show and like play themselves cuz it's like it's based on Hollywood. So you'll see Jessica Alba, you know, in there like playing herself, you know. Oh, okay. uh, so but but that's what it is. Some people play fictional characters in there. And Jessica Alba was was one of the ones, bro. <laughs> in the entourage movie it's so funny like uh, she she has a director's role and she was like this dumbass kid won't stop instagramming like pictures of my ass she's like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> hey welcome isn't that funny though like for years will smith like guys like that you know level high level actors people in hollywood whatnot you wouldn't you only hear about them in magazines and whatnot. Then when social media came out, it's like a trip to hear these motherfuckers. It's like, yeah. say shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, But there is other people that didn't cross over from the old days. You know what I mean? Yeah. People yeah, didn't you know want to. Yeah, it's funny because even in there, um, they talk about how, I mean, this was before like big, big name stars were really doing TV, but mm-hmm. um, Vince, you know, the guy who's the, the superstar, he gets offered like a TV show. And like they're all pissed out. I'm like, fuck you, he's not ready for TV and all this. And they were just like ahead of their time with like wow. the way that things were going. Like uh Aquaman in real life hadn't come out, but they remade they made Aquaman in the in the TV show. Um yeah. and it's funny because so James Cameron d- directs Aquaman, right? James Cameron actually yeah. does cameo. Oh and nice. They- and it's funny because they said like behind the scenes he was actually ribbing people. Like he he likes oh, right. he he likes to act and he wanted to be an actor. And they said like when he first got there he wanted to fuck with the director 
or, or the um the executive producer the writer and he goes in there like he tells a bunch of people and everyone's like watching him and shit and he goes in he's like fuck this shit like you're gonna make me read this stupid ass shit and all this and <laughs> <laughs> he said the writer like everybody said it was like he saw a ghost he was like what the fuck like no no i'll fix it and then <laughs> like they never they, they always heard like he's legendary and this and that and he comes in there wrecking shop but it was a rib and he came back for multiple cameos and multiple episodes like that's what's crazy like he, he was never, like a trooper about it so he ain't never even worked with Matt. uh, uh was it who is it it's uh mark mark Wahlberg, right oh well mark Wahlberg. the whole show is loosely based on his life yeah, yeah i know but i'm saying like is i mean in real like to have all these connections in hollywood and he never oh. really did no major films with with you know this is the work they did together right here you know what i mean yeah like you know you know what i'm saying like it's always easy to to call someone to do something for you when you've done work with them but it's like it's not like he had acted in any of james cameron's movies that i could yeah remember, and think you know about, like for mark Wahlberg, this must have been the funnest shit because he didn't have to be on it all the time he just did random cameos but yeah. like one of his cameos is when they're at a celebrity golf tournament. And who's his partner? Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was supposed to be Eli Manning, and Eli Manning flaked on them. Like, at the last second, Mark's like, let me let me hit up my boy Tom real quick. And Tom came through in the clutch. Yeah, he was like, fuck that. I hate Eli. And they're all from New York, right? That's what the whole story's based on. So, yeah. like, the one dude who's, like, the driver and the weed smoker, he he's Knicks and uh, and Giants till he dies. He's like, man, yeah. I'm about to go tell Tom Brady to fuck himself. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, like, he goes up and he's about to tell him. And he was like, hey, he was like, uh, you're, you're, you're with Jamie Lynn Siegler, right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's my girl. And he's, like, about to tell him. He's like, yeah, Jamie's real nice. Uh, you guys should come by the house, hang out with me and Giselle. And Giselle cooks. She's an amazing cook. He's like, what? Word? <laughs> so he's like, he turns them. He turns them from about to tell him to fuck, fuck off and kill himself to, like, we're about to be hanging out with Tom Brady, rubbing elbows, hanging out at his house with Giselle. <laughs> oh shit! I so funny, man. So, uh, oh man, Patrick in the building. What up, bro? So okay, that we have we haven't talked about this yet. We wow. haven't, and let's uh, let, let's bring it full circle. So, the reason why I'm rocking this NWO shirt today, man, Scott. Oh, he's in. He's on life support right now. It was yesterday. He had three heart attacks, and they they said he is not doing good uh, right now. Damn. I should have thrown my I should have threw my joint on too. When I seen you rocking, I was like, ugh. This one, this one's tough because like I didn't really watch wrestling when he was Razor Ramon and all that. Like it took me like getting into wrestling and then going back on the WWE network and seeing all that type of shit. And like seeing how he was changing the game with his promos and like li living the real life, you know, Scarface. Uh, well, not real life, but living the Scarface. You know, persona. Here's the he thing. Made the bad guy look good, and that was fucking yeah. awesome. And here's the thing, bro, is that um, when he was when he was pitching um, this character to Vince, Vince is loving it, bro. <laughs> He's loving it because he ain't never seen Scarface. <laughs> like being Vince McMahon, he's just engulfed in this wrestling world. He ain't never seen Scarface. <laughs> so here's here's 
Scott Hall pitching the character like, hey, yo, Chico, oh, I'm the bad guy. Do not, and he's just, ah, oh, 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 he's dying. <laughs> like, I, I love it. I he's love got it. a toothpick. He's got a toothpick. Yeah, you got, you're in, you're in, you're going to go far, kid. You know what I mean? He fucking ate that shit up, man. Oh, man. And uh, do you know the toothpick story? Uh, no, let's, let's so, hear it. So, um, DDP. He was like a manager at first, like that was, and I mean, he did wrestle, but like, you know, when that when he was when they were with WCW, he was doing, he was like a manager, you know, that, um, um, not WCW. What, what what was the other one before? Was it NWA? I I, I forget which organization, but there's hella promo videos, and like, so he they're about to shoot one, right? And he tells and Razor Ramon, I mean, he was um, he went, I forget what he was, what his name was at the time. You know what I mean? But um, so oh, damn. All right, we're not gonna talk about this long. But some more breaking news came in. Trubisky okay. was going to the Steelers' um, two-year deal. Oh, so. Oh, that's annoying. Very, un- very uneventful. There, we don't even have to talk about that. Back, <laughs> back to the story. Trubisky. Yeah, that's stupid. Oh, that hurt. That hurts like everyone there. Yeah. Anyways, off the Steelers. We're off the Steelers this year. I mean, that's so whack. You know what that means behind the scenes? There is no Watson talks that are going anywhere. Right. So now they yes. can't miss out, and this is what they do. They go and yep. get Trubisky. Yeah, they went for a safer, a safer play. Someone that they're, they they're drafting someone. Yeah. They're going to draft somebody. Malik. I mean, he's not going to fall there, but maybe they trade up. He might. I mean, because I mean, he they might trade up. He's not, he's not a guy who's going to be a starter. Like he's more of a second round guy, late first round guy. Think about Lamar Jackson. Like that's what we got to think about. Like when we're talking about his value and Lamar goes at the very end of yeah. the first round, because point. he wasn't going to be a starter right away. He's a little bit of a project. Yeah. It's a good that's, point. That's Malik. Okay. So going back to the toothpick. So they're about to shoot a promo. Right. And he goes, and he goes here, he's like, put this toothpick in your mouth. You know what I mean? He's like, this is going to be cool, man. We're going to look cool. Right, this is Diamond Dallas telling him put the toothpick in your mouth. So he got one too. So they both got toothpicks, and then the, then they go action, and he and he's talking. Diamond Dallas toothpick already that been fell out. <laughs> so like Razor Ramon, he's stuck with. It. He's like he's like his to- that toothpick doesn't fall out. You know what I mean? Because now it's my thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Hell yeah. That's funny. Oh man. All right. I'm trying. I'm trying to pull this up. Um... We're gonna make sure that we show this little clip before we get out of here too, but uh, yeah, sad, uh, just sad times, man. That's really that, that's really all we could say. Oh, we still got this. one more thing. Yeah. We still got one more thing before that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Yeah, Devontae Adams, bro, came out this morning and said, "Fuck y'all, I ain't, I ain't playing under the franchise tag." Yeah. Well, what was your first initial thoughts here? Because I got some, I got some strong thoughts here. I mean, the first initial thought is damn right. Like, man, why is he? I, I know he's going to get paid on the franchise tag, but shit. I mean, 30 year old, you know, I mean, you get hurt, you know, and something like, I mean, you might never catch a bag, you know, ever again. Like this is his last chance to catch a bag. And Green Bay, if you want a championship, you better motherfucking pay for it, man. And there's a way that you could get his contract to where he's happy and he's not destroying the cap this year. So I agree with everything you said. Then... There's like the homeboy aspect of everything, you know what I mean? Like Rogers, technically, 
isn't signed on this new deal yet because you can't even sign until tomorrow, right? Or uh, to Wednesday, to Wednesday. So I can see Rogers being like, if y'all don't give my mans a deal, then we're both holding out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like for real. Rogers and then Rogers got all the cards right now. It's oh, going to yeah. happen just like that because now all the quarterback court carousels already in play. There's going to be no leverage against Rodgers at all. You, you pay my man. My man said he's not going to play on the franchise tag. That means he doesn't have to go to OTAs. He don't have to go to mini camp or training camp. He doesn't have to play in all preseason. All he has to do is show up by week one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what's crazy is this: the holdout really starts July 16th because the 15th is the right. last day you can sign – that's that's the deadline to sign a franchise so like if he's not showing up to none of that and they don't give him a deal by then he's gonna hold out and you know what rogers yeah. will say too rogers will be like me too you know what i mean yeah yeah they can't yeah, fuck so- around on, they can't fuck around on this one like i mean when there's already all this bad blood you know between the star players and the executives like this is where money talks and bullshit walks like nothing else matters at this point these guys are studs some of the best in the nfl and if you get pieces around them, they can win you a championship. And everybody is going to be like, oh, well, you can't get pieces around them when they're taking all this money. Yes, you fucking can. Like, you got yeah. these crazy motherfuckers that work the cap and know how to manipulate the cap. Yeah. They can do it just like, if they want to do it. People don't, people will immediately argue, oh, well, Rogers is getting $50 million. Yeah, on the books against yeah. the cap, it's like he's really only getting like $20 million this year. For real. Yeah. Yeah. So they restructured it so they could do all this. Then he's gonna get that like this this next year and the year after that, the, all the money's crazy. It's like it's like it's 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 ingenious. But it's designed it was designed so they can give Devontae Adams a long term deal. Cause these long term deals are gonna have voidable years. And like yeah, not- that nobody is ever playing out their entire contract in the NFL just doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah. Even when you get to the last year, they want to they want to re, um, restructure that contract, get you to take some up front, and then knock yeah. some of it. You know, it, it's just it's all moving money around. That's all so, it is. So what had happened too this time last year? They were, you know they wanted to um, they tried to give Adams a long term deal, right? And, yeah. and they weren't coming to terms with the number because he wants to reset the market. What fucks the game up is is the, the DeAndre Hopkins trade. When DeAndre Hopkins got traded, he was on an existing contract. Arizona extended him. And when they extended him, they front-loaded the beginning of that extension. You know what I'm saying? And it jumped up to $27 million a year for those, for those first uh, three years or whatever, two years or whatever it is. That's yeah. crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that is insane. I don't even think I don't even think before that they were getting like twenty they were getting like more than twenty one, right? Uh so, I mean it, yeah, it was that that was a huge ass jump when that happened because yeah Michael and like, Thomas and Amari Cooper, you know, I mean the twenty mils, I mean that was yeah. like top tops. Yeah, and like so twenty seven five is, is ideal to reset the market, right? Or, yep. and, you know, because that's just the players association. This, this is where they come in play too. players association. They're not going to stand and let a motherfucker not reset the market. They want this every time. You know what I mean? Like even Rogers, Rogers could have came back, played, you know, got a one year extension on his deal and, and made yep. 45 million. No, they want him to, on paper to be the highest paid 
because he's the back-to-back MVP. What does that yeah. mean if other players go back and get an MVP, period? Like, you know, this, look, Lamar got an MVP. If it wasn't for his second year, he would have to pay that man. Russell yeah. Wilson, he won a Super Bowl. If it wasn't for his second year, you have to pay that man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, and then at least the third year is when motherfuckers start asking money. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes did have, he did have the motherfucking, the chip and, and an MVP. So that was like happening. But in reality, it was his third year as a starter when he got paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he had been in the league for four years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Shit is wild. Shit is wild. A lot of moves happening. Super, super exciting stuff, man. This is, uh, I'd say this is way better than than last year's offseason so far. We didn't see the QB moves. It's because we needed the cap to go up, man. Now these teams can spend a little bit more money. They want to make these moves. Hey, what are we? Okay. Here, here's another thing, too. You ready for the Cowboys to do some dumbass shit again? They already so, did. They, they released yeah. Amari Cooper to re-sign Gallup for a crazy-ass exactly. deal. <laughs> and then they're probably going to draft They're gonna draft that kid from Arkansas. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? Le, 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 is it like Trelon, Trevon? The wide receiver, right? Yeah, from Arkansas. Because, like, Jerry Jones loves Arkansas, bro. Like, I think even his grandson – played QB for Arkansas and like he didn't he, he didn't have like he, he did not even like earn the job it's just from like the tremendous donations you know what I mean damn <laughs> yeah and like that's how, that's how the game goes right can you look that up can you look that up real quick his name because just watch this thing I just want to make a bold prediction let me see it's the, the, it's the prospect coming out of Arkansas this year I think his name is like Tre- Trevon or Derb uh Bert Burke his last name is Birkin or Burke. Trevon Traylon Burks. There we go. Traylon Burks. Burks with an S. Yeah. Burks. Yes. Yeah. If he's there at 24, they're going to get him and not a lineman. <laughs> I, I mean, well, all the, also, all the good linemen should be gone. I mean, I mean the, well, the, elite, the elite linemen should be gone. Elite linemen, you still, okay, I guess. But for first of all, for fantasy, I would love this. You oh, know? yeah. I would love this for our DAC shares and all that shit. And like maybe they take, maybe they they kind of like, they 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 kind of bite the Bengals where it's like, okay, well fuck offensive line, just get hella weapons right now first. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it took it's, it to it's all it, it just all depends on who you can get. And if Jerry thinks that that guy is gonna be that dude, I mean, shit. But this is all but a tell. He, you know what I mean? This is a t- when you really when you get rid of Cooper. And if you're not going to go after anyone in free agency, because why would you when you had Cooper, right? You're going to draft someone young. You know what I mean? This is going to yeah. happen. Gallup's Gallup not going to be ready by week one, is he? No. I mean, I mean, they say he is. They, this is the report. It says they are extremely impressed with his recovery rate. Boom. Give him fucking $12 million a year. Six year fucking or five year extension. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> five year, 62.5? Mill. Yeah. I called it. I said he'll probably get 10 to 12, and then that'll, and like he probably won't budge off the 12, and that's what he got. And see, and I wonder because like a guy like Stu's gonna come in and be like, see, good for Gallup. He took that team friendly deal. I mean, I guess it was team friendly, but it doesn't seem like it, it's that much. I feel like it's because he got hurt. Yeah. They're like, yes, he's gonna take a team friendly deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's gonna be rougher for him to hit free agency. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Definitely. And like and be like last in the fucking carousel because you know what I mean he's always played like second or third fiddle, second fiddle at mo at best. You know what I mean? And, and Ronald like, said, "Yeah, I would not call it team friendly. I mean, I guess because they might be able to get rid of him, you know, after a few years. Like maybe that's the friendly part of it." Yeah, I don't think I read anything about the guaranteed either. I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> and Stu said Zeke's cap hit is eighteen point five mil, and Pollard's is one point one. Well, that's uh, that's the smart I mean, for you right there. Name of the game. I mean, <laughs> they probably shouldn't have drafted him. Here, here, Cowboy fans hate it when I say this. They should have drafted Jalen Ramsey fourth overall, then later on got like someone like Jordan Howard. And it would have yeah. been it would have been even better for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Still got Dak. They still would have got Dak that year. Everything's the like, same. With that line that they had, I mean, you could have been running behind that line and ran for a thousand mm-hmm. yards. Like that was like the best line in football, like hands down. Like run DMC. Look at Run DMC the year before that. Was remember, like seventeen hundred yards or some shit. No, no, no. Well, it was Murray first, like 18, okay. like that year. Like uh, it was, it was uh, Demarco Murray. Yeah. And then the next year, it was um, yeah. What was his name, bro? It was Ram- someone who came back from nowhere from the it, fucking Raiders. And it was a D- no, no. Well, that was that was Run DMC. That was um, uh, Darren McFadden. There we Darren go. McFadden. I couldn't but, think. I, I couldn't think of no, when no, you but, said Run on. DMC. I was thinking Demarco Murray. But that year, though, twenty fifteen. That year, they had a guy to start. He was there for like the first four weeks, but he got caught stealing at Nordstrom's. Yeah, stealing underwear and cologne. What was the running he motherfucking was, shower? He was a bad motherfucker too, bro. Uh, damn, where's Stu at when we need him? He was. He's in he that, got, what running back was that, Stu? I'm googling it. Yeah, he got caught stealing in the motherfucking Nordstrom or some shit. But like, he was tearing it up in fantasy, bro. I remember he had a game where it was like him and Devonte Adams. Or a, a, a Devontae Freeman. Joseph Randall. There you go. Joseph arrested, Randall. Arrested for shoplifting cologne and underwear. Like, how embarrassing, man. You couldn't <laughs> just take a shower real quick before your meeting? <laughs> Even he was a bad motherfucker. It didn't matter because that line was so good. And then after him, so they cut him immediately to save face. It's funny because, like, but, but then they'd bring in guys like fucking uh, who's buddy from the Panthers that beat up that he was a fighter to a UFC fighter. Um, anyways, I think it was like Gregory or something like that. Joseph Man, Stu uh, said we could have got DK, Debo, AJ Brown with that 27th pick we used on Amari. And you know what? They wouldn't have used any of them because none of those guys were going like in the first round. DK was like a low second. I mean, Debo, I'm pretty sure it was the same second. Thing. AJ yeah. Brown high second. You know, no one was taking wide receivers with that pick. Not like the Cowboys because they do it in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> and even though they've only done that like with CD Lamb in recent history, but still they're gonna do it again, bro. Here we go. Steel City J in the building. What up, bro? He said, What up, fellas? He said, Let's go, Mitch. Steelers. All right. So you like the so he's a Steelers fan. So you like the Mitch, uh, you like the Mitch pickup? You know, how about this? And and Stu said, hence, we could have got him with 27, Goofy. What I'm saying is nobody was going to pick those guys that high. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I mean, it would be on the Cowboys to reach, you know. You mean that low. You mean that low. They weren't going to go that low, you mean. Well, I mean, I don't know. First round, 27th. 
That, that's oh, what, yeah, that's what that. I mean. So the, all those guys went in the second round. You know, none of them okay. were going. Yeah, I, yeah, I misunderstood what you said. You're right. Yeah, because, okay. I mean, Seattle, they're the ones who should have picked DK. Like, or, um, I mean, Arizona, they're the ones who should have picked DK, but they picked Andy Isabella, like one or two spots in front of DK. Like, that's how much people were not on DK. I mean, and what's funny, too, is because, like, DK, what propelled DK was this fucking combine performance. That was, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, okay, shit, I thought that? it was that picture that they showed, man. He was looking like a brick shit house, man. Yeah, I mean, that's why fucking Pete Carroll, when he saw him, I mean, he fam- famously asked him to take his shirt off. I was like, hey, listen, take your shirt off. <laughs> it's kind of a weird, <laughs> kind of a weird thing, like in the interview, but like, and he said, I'll take mine off too. So it's like when you thought it couldn't get any weirder, and then you know when Pete, when DK tells the story, they go, so did you take your shirt off? He goes, yeah, and so did he. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! That was like the first state step of like, yes, massa. Like, like don't I'd be like fuck no. I'm taking my shirt off, bro. And Mathwest <laughs> said, Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, and Dwayne Haskins training camp competition is wild. <laughs> They're gonna get a rookie. I feel they got they got to. I mean, with three bridge quarterbacks, like there, like one of them will be the starter to start. Hold on, bro. Hold on, Mitch Trubisky. In two out of four years, with Nagy, which was which was you know saying they didn't pick up his fifth year option either. He got into the playoffs, bro. Two out of those four, he did, but it was because of their defense. Yeah, and the Steelers, they, they got an awesome defense, but I gotta say that the division was a lot weaker as far as like defense is concerned because I feel like hands down Chicago Bears like it wasn't even close. No one in their division had as good a defense. Maybe you throw the Packers in there at number 2, but then you get well Minnesota was probably Minnesota at the time. Yeah, yeah then the, the Packers time. and then fuck the Lions. I mean they, this is the first shades the Lions have showed of having a well, decent Okay, look at this. The Browns, look at this. The Browns great pass rush coverage could be a lot better. They could they could probably be better stopping the run. The right. Ravens fell all apart because of injuries, just all the way apart. Yeah, I mean, their, their pass rush wasn't up to par, and then all their all their starting corners, like from one to four on the depth chart, were all gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Safety, both starting safeties were were out for. I mean, I, actually, I think Chuck Clark played all the way up to, to week seventeen, but and they were the, they were the twenty twenty um forty niners, like that's for sure. There you go. That's a great analogy. And then everybody who could got hurt got hurt. And then you have the Bengals who like they they pretty much got everybody coming back. So and they were they were a great they were what were they oh they were like number six to end the season something like that they were up there they were top ten for sure yeah you know what I mean so I I still think the Steelers I still think like this is like a step down from what I wanted them to do with like Jameis like is Jameis yeah. would have just been better for fantasy I guess higher but, up. Yeah, I guess for reality, this this isn't so bad because you know they need like, someone who's not going to lose the game for them, pretty much. Like that. That's why Jimmy G seemed like it was a good fit because like they need someone to game yeah. manage because this defense is so nasty. Yeah. Yo, this is so like um, anticlimactic. Like the Steelers <laughs> was such a big piece of the dump. It was such we, were a talk, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers potentially going there, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Like we were all the big names could have went to the Steelers and it would have been Hey, like, listen, I fuck with Money Mitch because Money Mitch has won me some money in DFS over the over the years. You know what I mean? Because I like his name, Money Making Mitch. Just paid in full, you know, shout out. Yeah, hell yeah. 
Hey, my man, money making Mitch, bro. He, hey, he probably just made some money too. Yeah, let's, let's see. I mean, it's a two-year deal, so maybe even been one of those, you know, one-year deals packaged as a two-year deal. I'm see if uh, I'm see if we can find any numbers. Let's see if he pulled. I mean, shit, we've seen Ryan Tannehill rejuvenate shit, bro. Yeah. You, okay, I want to say something. This and he sat cool. and he sat behind Josh Allen, so I mean that that is going to be nice for one year. You sat behind, I mean, arguably the best QB in the league. I want to say something so sincere right now. He got drafted second overall that year. And on that's most, a shitload for him. Listen, on, on most people's boards, he was higher than, than, than Mahomes. Right. I mean? yeah. People had this guy high and, like, I mean, it didn't, he just had – he was kind of doomed from the start in Chicago. You know what I mean? That's how yeah, much Cliff Kingsbury sucks. How do you have the goat and Patrick Mahomes there, and he's not like you know the number one overall pick? Like, I mean, they, he what was it? Three QBs went before him. <laughs> I mean, it was all them turnovers. Like, he, but but you know what's funny is though is that he they were still the highest. He went tenth overall though, so that's you know, was twelve. That was twelve. Yeah, and I think Watson. Yeah. Went, I think Watson went tenth overall, like a couple picks before him. Oh, okay, because I know. It was right around that. I'll, I'll, I'll double check that to make yeah, sure. Because I know the Chiefs traded up. Oh, the Texans and the Chiefs traded up. They both yes. traded up to get their guy. That was a good class, like on paper. You know, it really was. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else came out that class. Yeah, it was really just them. Trubisky. Because oh, who was the number one that year? Trubisky came off the board first. The number one was was Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I know Trubisky, Watson, and Mahomes. I mean, I know that those were the the, the high first round, like QBs. I remember um, there was a little, there like there was even hype that that the Browns were looking at him because he grew up like a Browns fan or some shit like that, and he was like he was like vocal about wanting to play for the Browns. But you know, it could have been just like something you would say so that the fan base won't think you're shitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, shit. You any everybody wants to get drafted number one overall. Like that's yeah. number one overall month right there. Come up, I got all of a sudden out the blue. He's like, listen, uh, who's number one pick? Who got number? Oh, the Browns. Uh, listen, I'm I'm a Browns fan lifelong. <laughs> go, I would go. just. I, I honestly, if I was a Browns fan, I would just not want him to pick a QB in the first round. Like when you miss that many times on these QBs, it's gotta hurt. I want. I want the Browns to trade for Watson now. That'd be wild. Like, let's just like let's just get hella obscure because they like fuck Baker. You know what I mean? If, if I if they had a chance to get Watson, that's the fucking they're that wow, that team's crazy. When it's getting it's almost fuck anybody except for Patrick Mahomes. Like, there's not too many, there's not too many teams that Watson isn't gonna improve you at the quarterback position. I don't care who you got. And he's only 25, about to be 25 this year. So he's hella he's 20, young. He's 26. Well, he's about to be 26, my bad. Either way, hella young. What's Russell Wilson, like 34? No, no, isn't he 26 already? I think Watson's 26 right now. Maybe yeah, maybe I'm just not accounting for the, for the lost, year. And lost year. Yeah. I mean, but you might be <laughs> Okay, right yeah, he's 26. He's going to be turning okay. 27 this year. But that's literally what it is. Like, it's almost like that last year in my mind is removed from his life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, that's but he did black Jesus things, bro. Like he was like, they ain't finna put me on no exempt list. You know what I mean? Yeah, like crazy too. And and we haven't really talked about that. And I'm of the mindset that 
all this shit was way too coincidental. Could he have asked for people? Could could he have asked you know some ladies to give him a hand job? You know, and 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 offer some money. Like I'm sure that that could have happened. You know, I mean, there's a lot of massage parlors around the country that that happens at every single minute of every single day. So <laughs> things like that don't surprise me. But the witch hunt of like the timing, him saying that he wants out of Houston, and then within like a week, he got thirty, you know, thirty women coming out with all this crazy shit, and then. What happens? Only like nine of them like show up to actually talk about it like out of the 30. I bet you anything. He was like, how many is there? He's like 30. He's like, I'll give them 100 bands each. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then then because apparently hell of them didn't show up to the first depot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of them, you don't want your name dragged through that type of shit. And especially if it ends up like being false, you know, what? like a real dumbass. Um, well, you t- uh, uh, state your name. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Right. She says the name. Okay. Uh, is, is this, do you recognize this dick? Right. <laughs> 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 Describe his penis again. Man, I thought you were about to hit him with this. All right. Can you state your name for the deposition? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit like, but yeah it's crazy because uh you know there's still a whole bunch of people coming out saying how much of a piece of shit he is and how he shouldn't be you know in the nfl and all that well the, the court of public opinion already destroyed him and like yeah i mean you know it's and then, then like you know there's people that outright just want to talk about it you know what i mean right and like because because you know, when you give real opinions, sometimes people don't like it, and people think we're gonna get canceled, you know, for giving an opinion on a fucking news story. What's remarkable to me is that a black QB was able to semi beat that. I say semi beat that because he's probably gonna still pay a ton of settlements in like civil court, right? But that's not gonna fuck up his big money. You know what I mean? That's not gonna fuck him up from playing football. All the criminal charges is gone. He did that. Now he can't even get hit with the same charges or the same allegations. They can't try him again or attempt to because, you know what I'm saying, the motherfucker, all the shit fucking, uh, what, what, what do they call it? They, uh, they just, just they say it was cleared. Is there a term for this? Because it's uh, not acquitted. You're right. acquitted when you're charged. No, no charges were filed. Like that's Okay, like, there you go. See, he got a no charge, bro. Yeah. That's that's remarkable. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't worth the grand jury's time or any jury's time to put him on, on criminal charges on this. Yeah. Cause the grand jury, that's the, that's big business, right? That's that, not big business. That's, that's big shit. Yeah. And like that, that one would have been what April 1st. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't even see this. What's crazy is that I, and I think the Texans and the NFL, huh? <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Last year. Ah, excuse me. Okay, so the Texans and the NFL, they kind of knew this, bro. Yeah. Or else they would have put them on the fucking exempt list or just outright, they just would have outright released them, bro. Because they got they they got to interview all these women, or at least the ones who were like still willing to give, you know, um the information or whatever. And they had to have known that it was a witch hunt. Like, man, when you when there's 30 people or whatever that get brought up on all this stuff, but then only 33% of them actually show up. Like, just that in itself doesn't look good. Yeah, man. You know, and, <laughs> and, and like, he, it, it was the little fun, the funny shit, like, where people were coming out with their own accounts, right? Of, of like Watson being like a pervert or whatever. And there was a clip, bruh, and I can never find this clip anymore. Well, it was a clip where he was with, um, 
what was it, Clemson? Yep. Yeah, yep. when he was with Clemson, right? And he's, uh, they're, they're like warming up and, you know what I'm saying, they're on the sideline and shit. He's like doing the knees. And, and then the homie goes, how you feeling? How you feeling? He's like, I, good. I feel good. I just busted a nut. <laughs> Everyone's laughing, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, no, no, for real. He's like, I just rubbed one out. <laughs> like and you know everyone was laughing and you know what I'm saying but it was like now in hindsight it's like damn was he for real like well and seeing here's the crazy thing like everybody and uh, like my man Steel City J said private life is private life everybody fucking up what's the difference between what he did and what Roger Goodell I mean not Roger Goodell um uh, Kraft but what that's Kraft? why listen but that's why it's remarkable because a black man didn't get just fucking. Oh, they just took it for a grand. I mean, they took the word and didn't take it, uh, you know, they took it with a grain of salt. There you go. I'm so high. Yeah. Right. They took the word for the grain of salt because like, if it's, you know, how many times is that shit unfair? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, like he just has it bad because he's already black, bro. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? I don't Robert think Kraft was easy. He's a rich white bigot. You know what I mean? And he's a fucking billionaire owner. You know what I mean? That's right. People really like that. Not, I mean, maybe like, you know, guys like me and you, we live in bigger cities. Maybe we've just seen yeah. things that a lot of people in middle America like haven't seen. Are people really that naive that they don't know like how sick and twisted some people are when it comes to sexual preferences and all that type of shit? There's some motherfucking freaks out there. And, you know, I, actually, I don't want to hate on them because I say weirdos, right? Because, like, I guess it's all subjective. Hey, if a motherfucker likes fucking goats, that's his bag. Not, you know what I mean? I like traditional vagina. You know I mean? <laughs> right? I'm, I'm a big fan of that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, but you go out to, like, like, outskirts of Washington. You know what I mean? Like, Washington State. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mind you, I heard this from Joe Rogan. He's like, he's like that's where they motherfuckers go watch, like, goat fucking shows. <laughs> or, like, bitches getting fucked by goats and shit. Like, it's just crazy, bro. Like, just some weird shit out there, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just I mean, I'm I'm still in San Diego, and uh, what up, bro? We said, "How's Vegas, bro?" We we just got the keys. We cleaned up the spot. We're gonna be there in a couple weeks. I'm hyped. Like two weeks, we're gonna be up out of here. Yeah, what's uh, today? The fourteenth. Fourteenth. So there. seventeen days, you're in there already. Oh yeah, yeah. We already. I ordered the pods and all that. We're uh, my wife's doing a lot more than me. So shout out to her, especially if she's listening. Doing way more than me with all the packing up. But um, but yeah, we're getting everything ready to pretty much just be thrown in those pods and be shipped away. My my girl, my, uh, one of my girls' homegirls, she's a like a minimalist. You know what I mean? And like for whatever that's worth, but it's like I'm like when I, you know, she just has like few things, just makes life easier. That's her whole pretty much motto. You know what I mean? We're the exact opposite. We've been hoarders. Yeah, so I got, yeah, we're I getting rid of so much shit. I'm like anything big. We're not taking it. I was like, my desk, and like we got a, a couple other things that are like bigger ish, like things yeah. were like, other than that, like fuck this bookshelf, like fuck, fuck these all dressers. Right. Like we got all this closet space now, like fuck all this big shit. Yeah, for real. It's time to get minimalist or at least like re reset, right? At least for we got all this shit, bro. It's shit. all the kids' shit, man. Toys and fucking everything, bro. Bins on bins. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Noble's got to give up some of those toys. We're like, which ones do you want to keep? And then you go start asking them. All right, we're getting rid of this. You haven't played with this for a year. It's like, no, no, no I want that. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how you want to know that, that, how you got to do that is you just get rid of them without them seeing you do it. You know what I mean? Right. They ain't going to ask them about it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have way more room in this place. But yeah, we've already, uh, we already got rid of, uh, 
he's getting rid of a bunch of that stuff. <laughs> the thing is, like, when I'm like, all right, so you have this leg of this figure that you don't have no more. It's somewhere, but the legs here, we're throwing this away for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny, but yeah, like all the wrestlers and everything, like all those are going. Like that wasn't even a question. Like those aren't in the giveaways. He's got because he's got some old school ones. You know, I I remember hitting up the swap meet. You know, a couple times and just seeing all the people with the old wrestling figures, and oh, I was yeah. like, I won, and I was like, hey, if I get another one, can you get. Can I get a deal on that? And I ended up spending like 50 bucks, but like getting like the most insane, you know, wrestlers from way back in the day. Dang, the ones like the big chest, small, like the small ones, the plastic, the small no, ones. I mean, no, I mean, it was ones I'd say from like the late 90s when you get into okay. the Attitude Era, but you yeah. know, like and different, different versions of The Rock, got the Dude Love, got like Owen Hart, you know, like all, you know, all the joints oh, back from like oh. the late mid 90s. Were they already open? Were they already open? No, they were all sealed, but you From know. Yeah, but a deal, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, because it ended up being like pretty much like five bucks, like uh, like a yeah. That uh, yeah, I guess that's I guess that's not far off because like I remember back in the days those were probably like eleven ninety nine. Right. Yeah, when you bought them brand new. Yeah, they're 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 pretty big too. They're pretty they're they're and they were chunky. They had the, they're like rubbery, right? And you, and then it, it clicks when you fucking move the the things. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those were dope. I, yeah, so he's he's got a bunch of those, and that's what's funny because, I mean, I can't I can't have him watching Attitude Era stuff like right now, like it's too early for all that. So we'll watch like some newer things here and there. But he knows the characters more from like him having the characters and um and uh like a WWE like like app like video game like right now. That's where he knows because he he knows uh, the the John Cena the five knuckle shuffle. Like yeah. he'll come around. You want that five knuckle shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he knows can't can't see me with the John Cena. He gets the joke now. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna end it on a wrestling note here, and uh, I pulled up a nice little clip of the bad guy we definitely gotta gotta shout out some stuff to the bad guy and Stu said damn just saw a hilarious meme on facebook uh dude hands uh, on his hips with a sour face <laughs> the guy who paid over 500k for tom brady's last td ball <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that made me laugh and i've never seen that got him <laughs> damn last td of 2021 or 2022 Whatever you want to say. No, yeah, not even 2022. He's going to have this season. I mean, Last Mark, playoffs 2021. Mark Wahlberg was probably still giving like a million for that. Oh, yeah. Man, and Steel City J said, man, it's hard hearing the Scott Hall news. Well, it's going to be even harder watching this, but I got the clip from uh, his Hall of Fame speech, and uh, it's pretty awesome. So we got to pay tribute to the bad guy uh, while he's on life support after suffering three heart attacks uh, yesterday. Let's show some love for the bad guy. In my lifetime, I have learned... Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Man, I get chills every time I hear that. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Yeah, real talk, man. Hey. And Razor Ramon, that like 
that is one of the ones I grew up with. And I will say he at he kind of revolutionized the, the baby face heel. He was it just wasn't a thing yet, but he was already doing that shit. Doing yeah. the bad guy shit, doing the heel shit, and the crowd loved him. And man. we gotta say, not kinda. He did like that. That didn't exist. The bad guy that you <laughs> wanted to cheer for. There's yeah. no Stone Cold Steve Austin without Razor Ramon. And yeah, there's no there's no rock either. You know yeah. Mean? Like I mean, Jibs is the babyface heel was and I mean Shawn Michaels, I don't he he started off as a heel. You know what I mean? But like, you know, he was the, he's kind of the one that put Razor Ramon over as like you because know, Razor Ramon was always like the bad guy. But then you know what I'm saying? Remember, remember Shawn Michaels steals his intercontinental title from him? Yeah. Yeah, and then they had they had that ladder match, bro. Yeah, yeah, both titles, and that was the. I think that was the first. We're talking about that shit like damn near thirty years later, and it's still like one of the best like ever. Right, WrestleMania ten for any of y'all that want to check it out. WrestleMania X, it's the first ladder match of in, in the WWF. I'm pretty sure other Indies did it first, but yeah, it, it was Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and then they then they doubled back the next year again. You know what I mean? They did that but, thing again the next year, and this time that's and then this time Razor Ramon paid back the favor, put Sean over. You know what I mean? What's crazy is like so you know back then, I mean you weren't hearing shit about house shows. You know, there's no social media. Like if it wasn't on TV, it might as well not have even existed. You know, back then they said that they had at least twenty better ladder matches than that when they were doing these house shows practicing. Oh wow! For WrestleMania, but he said that damn near every house show they were doing a ladder match like leading up to WrestleMania to practice and get like, you know, whatever to get it perfect. Like, let's just say yeah. it. Like I'm not, it wasn't like, you know, not saying it's a hundred percent perfect match, but it's damn near flawless and you can go back and watch it. And you know, remember, just like it was happening today. Remember Jericho? He, uh, uh, this is, I mean, obviously I'm just all of a sudden switching gears real quick, but like, I forget what ladder match Jericho was in, but he did the lion. He did the, the lion's tamer on somebody. On top, on the top of the ladder. You remember that? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was definitely some odes to Shawn Michaels and and Razor Ramon, because yeah. it ended up being a thing for the longest time, like the Intercontinental Ladder Match at yeah. WrestleMania to just to keep putting that one back over because that that was just dope. Because <laughs> like in the ladder match, the ladder is very unforgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Cause that shit's not fake. It's not fake. It's not fake steel. You know, yeah. like these guys are just big and they could just handle pain a little bit different. Yeah. And the fact that it is steel, like when you, you know, it'll make noise too. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The dog, dog those fucking ladder matches are classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, turning into the TLC tag team, you know, ladder matches and all that. Like it's crazy yeah. what, what that, what they turn ladder matches into. That's so crazy because you had you had some high impact edge and Christian and they're also like technical or at least at least Christian was right yeah. and then you had versus uh high flying what was it what those was Hardys the Hardys and then then you had the Dudleys who are just fucking mashing you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, Dudley's might be one of the best, like, tag team, you know, championships of all time if you span, you know, ECW, like, into there also. <coughs> High Flying just didn't seem like their game 
And uh, man, they did it with the best of them. Right. I mean, their move was kind of high flying. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, he, he would throw them on the. No, but that 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 was like the headbutt, right? Off the yeah, the headbutt, the, the yeah. headbutt to the crotch. Like what yeah. a what a what a finishing <laughs> oh, he move! <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hold him, get his balls in the air real quick, so Devon can uh, face plant into his nuts. Oh shit! And you know what's funny is like he, he probably still asked him like, "Listen, man, why do I gotta do? This? Why, 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 why off the top? Right? Why do I gotta get the stink face every time?" And then even uh, but he also does the grunt work for the other finisher, the three D. Yeah, Devon. Yeah, <laughs> the tables. <laughs> Maybe Devon's the little brother. Yeah, he's, the, he's the black adopted brother. <laughs> Is that how it is? Because I thought Bubba Ray was the was the white adopted brother into the black family. I mean, I thought he was like Woody Harrelson in uh, Money Train when uh, he got adopted by Wesley Snipes' family. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that version. You know I mean? <laughs> oh man, classic stuff. All right, we're gonna get up out of here because we could talk forever about this shit. Uh, so tomorrow we got a live rookie mock draft. You guys better tap in on that going, uh, getting started at four Eastern or four Pacific seven Eastern. And then on Wednesday, we got FNT back at you for three sixteen day. Oh yeah. Get ready because anyone who counts the number of what's and gets it right. I'm going to pay for your for your subscription to Superdraft Pro, but we're probably going to have a million what's going on that day. I said we're going to have a million what's going on that day. What? It might be a million and two. What? Might be a million and three. What? Might be a million and four. What? You're just going to have to tune in and find out, and we're going to have a whole bunch more free agent news because that's when free agency officially kicks off. Is this Wednesday? Yeah, it's gonna be a big show, and then you know what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna be recapping everything and bringing it back with uh with, with playmakers at night. Um, I mean we do have some we do have some special some special um March Madness isms coming your way, but I think this this Wednesday we're gonna do more like a recap of just what's going on, right? We can. I thought we were going to jump right into the March Madness. So it's Okay, let's do it. I'm yeah. still down with that. All right, well, let's get into it. So announce it. It's going to be March Madness, Sweet 16 edition, all-time greatest gangster flicks. Yeah. And, and we're going to be putting the list in uh, in the Facebook fantasy group so everybody can go get involved with it. And uh, you'll be able to add movies on there, get other people to vote on it. The top 16 movies. Gangster flicks, we're going to be breaking them down to see who's going to be the first March Madness champion on the Playmakers. Yeah, and it's the first of the series, of, of this mini-series, I should say. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. And then uh, Thursday, we got The Circle. And make sure you don't miss that, because that shit has been fire. Go watch the replay last week. Last week, everyone brought their A game. That's for damn sure, so go check that I, shit I, out. I brought my B game, that's why, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It was light work. Be Lister Bogard that day. That's what yeah. I'm going to be back, though. <laughs> All right. And uh, we got some Dynasty videos that dropped over the weekend. Go check those out. Me, Bogart, and Maddie Daddy, the dopest trio in Dynasty. We got another video dropping tomorrow. Me and that fantasy guy, we got a video dropping today. We had one drop a couple days ago as well. So go check out all the Dynasty-isms. We appreciate you guys. 
We're getting up out of here. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, yeah, you guys better make sure you're sticking around after because on random shows, we're just going to be doing some random talk afterwards. So make sure you stick around. Just giving you guys a heads up. The circle is going to be the funnest one. But uh, yeah, after all these shows, we're going to be doing a little bit of chatter. Uh, Not this one because we got to get going. But yeah, just be on the lookout after every video ends. We might have a little bonus chatter for you guys. Peace.